0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Small Business Chronicles. This has quickly become your Swiss army knife for business. Whether we deep dive or we do it shallow, it is we are talking about different things that you need in business, from emotional intelligence, to what if you're done with your company and you want to sell it what if um how do you network properly how do you do this and that and whatever and and you come here probably for my lame jokes and good information from guests like natalie guzman from nadora all about assistance and virtual assistants how are you doing today
1: hey i'm doing good how you doing
0: i'm doing great um so you're you've immersed yourself in the world of virtual assistants, and uh, so so for our business people out there, let's start with a definition of what is a virtual assistant and what is the scope of things they do.
1: Yeah, it's such a very very broad term, but basically is a personal assistant or a business assistant virtually. So we work all over the world and. Um, What we specialize in is helping business owners. So some people, some virtual assistants will specialize. Maybe it's in social media managing, admin work, um, website building, automations. There's so many different things that they can specialize in. Um, But I've kind of done it all. I've been doing this since 2015, and I've done everything from setting up an LLC for a company to creating websites and automations and funnels and all sorts of things, sales customer service, kind of done it all at this point.
0: Now, what was it that in your life made you want to do this full time and manage the other ones? What What was the... We all we all pick a business as entrepreneurs, as business owners. We're like, hey, I'm going to let this thing overtake my life and my mind, my relationship, at every minute of every day. I'm not going to work for the man. I'm going to become the man. Uh, what What was that jump off for you?
1: Oh yeah. My origin story is very, very interesting. Um, So I was actually, me and my husband were trying for a family and unfortunately we had multiple losses and it was a struggle. And I finally got in the safe zone of my pregnancy, told my job and they told me I had two days to give birth and then I would have to go back to work. So
0: that's the American way, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Absolutely. unheard <laughs> of, I was high risk. My daughter was actually born premature at 32 weeks. She was only three pounds. Can you imagine going back to work after just two days? It's insane. No, no. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to work for myself. I don't want to give a company that much power over my life and over my brand new family's life either. Um, it was absurd to me. So I was like, well, how do I make money from home while raising a newborn baby who might have a lot of medical issues? Because we weren't sure yet. And so I went down the path of Google and started searching all the work from home jobs that I could find. I landed on virtual assistant. I was like, this is perfect. I'm great at organizing and creating systems and processes, learning new skills. I've Ever since the first computer came out, I remember my stepfather got one of the first computers in our town and I sat at it learning all the different ways about it and I was obsessed with it. And so technology was really something that came easy to me. And so I decided to be a virtual assistant and when I decided to turn it into an agency and hire other people, we hit six figures in three months and turn into this massive empire.
0: Uh, well, congratulations, because empires don't usually happen that quickly and that easily yes. either. Uh, so, so tell me some of the benefits. Of hiring a virtual assistant because, you know, if, if I was to turn this camera around, my desk would look like uh, an explosion in, in Home Depot. Uh, it, it, somewhere between somewhere between Home Depot and Best Buy with all the electronics and paper and, and, and stuff I have on my desk. So I could definitely use one. So tell me some of the benefits of a virtual assistant versus having an actual assistant that's here that could pick up some of the stuff off my desk.
1: Yeah, so... It's really great because in business you have all these different aspects, right? And when especially when we're just starting out or we're at that like six-figure mark, we're trying to do it all ourselves, right? We're trying to do the customer service, we're trying to do the lead generation, we're trying to, do, to get referrals and manage our social media, and we keep learning about these new and great ways to grow our business, but we don't have the manpower to necessarily do it ourselves. And so hiring a virtual assistant is great because they're not an employee and so um You don't have to pay for their equipment. You don't have to have a office for them. You know, they're kind of responsible. They're business owners in their own right. And so they also take it a little bit more seriously because this is their reputation, their business on the line when they work for you Um, so they can do anything and everything. You just have to find the right person Um, so You can have them handle customer service, you know, your emails, email management. How many emails are, I know I get like over 150 emails a day. Um, So making sure they're cleaning that inbox, they're sorting out what's important, what's not, um, creating labels. There's so much automations actually go into email that they can sort and do for you. Um, There is managing social media think about how much time it takes to edit videos create posts create content create ideas um you have to engage with your audience there's so much that goes into social media so um a virtual assistant can do all those things and what's great about our company is that we kind of noticed that a lot of entrepreneurs were coming to us and they were saying oh we've had virtual assistants in the past but we don't have time to train them or we don't have time to create the system. So we assign them a project manager who creates the system, the SOP, right? The standard operating procedure. And Mm -hmm. then assigns the to-dos out to the virtual assistant team. So it kind of gives you that executive assistant, which should definitely be everyone's first hire. It's just that person that's creating the processes, creating the systems, really being your right-hand person um, throughout this process.
0: So what are some of the downsides from hiring a virtual assistant because every every solution no matter how good or how intuitive or or lovely as can be causes more problems causes a different chain of events and we 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 pick which one of those amalgamations of of good and bad that we like so so tell me what are the downsides of having a virtual assistant
1: yeah so sometimes it's the time that you're spending to get them caught up on your brand, your brand voice, your language. You know, you're always going to have issues in the beginning with your virtual assistant because they're trying to learn you. You're trying to learn them. And it takes time. It takes commitment. It's like in any good relationship, right? You have to work with them um, and you have to keep giving energy to it. And as entrepreneurs, that can be exhausting for us. Um, mm-hmm. I know I get tired sometimes with how many different directions I get. And depending how many virtual assistants you have, and you have to manage all of them. That can be a downside. Another thing I see a lot is there's a lot of different types of virtual assistants. There's some that are overseas, and there's some that's US-based. A lot of people see the virtual assistant overseas, see the low price tag, and they're like, that's amazing. I want them to handle everything. But unfortunately, with the language barrier and the custom difference, um, there's just so many different things. When you have an overseas VA, you are going to have to put a lot more time than someone in the mm-hmm. US. And so you have to be prepared for that.
0: Um. D- tell me some of the major ways that having in a virtual assistant has just changed your workflow. Like, like I get, so we look at the good and bad and the good is, um, you know, the good is it takes things off your plate. The bad is it adds another style of thing to your plate, but not as bad depending on if you're onshore offshore. I work with both. I, mm-hmm. I have in, in, in our company, we have both. We actually have a pretty good mix of people onshore and offshore and there's challenges on both sides. Yeah. Um, So so how does your workflow change once you incorporate a virtual assistant? Because one thing entrepreneurs and I'm going to look directly into the camera, you entrepreneurs out there have a problem with is letting go of actually handing something over and (laughs) letting somebody take that over. So tell me once you kind of get past that point, how that changes your day and workflow and what you recoup from having a virtual assistant.
1: Yeah, I will say I always make sure when I have a virtual assistant, I also have an SOP, a standard operating procedure. So it's going to list all the things that I want them to do, when, how, whose responsibility is it, what steps do they need to take? Because this is going to help me hand it off, but it's also Mm -hmm. going to be able to help track the progress. So you're not like, what did I assign them? What are they supposed to be doing? Are they actually doing what they're supposed to do? This document is going to help you track all that. Um, so it's been, it's absolutely amazing. Once you have a VA that's learn the SOP and we have it in written and video format. So that way, different learners learn different ways and that way Mm -hmm. they can adjust. Um, and it's really helpful to have like that Vimeo recording of your screen just to show what to do is just amazing. And so we, once they have learned that SOP and they've learned their job, I barely have to check up on them. Of course, there comes to a point like you have your learning point, you have your I'm monitoring them point. And then eventually you have the point where you're kind of hands off and you just see the magic kind of happening. You check in on it every once in a while. And I have done that over and over and over again. And so my business, like I have my own podcast. All I do is I record it and I upload it into our system. That's all I do. My team is in the background, they're editing the videos, they're editing the reels, they are posting it across social media, they're talking with the guests that were on my podcast. They're doing everything for me because I created a system and a process and I handed it off. And I don't have to check on it and it's amazing.
0: No, and and kind of as a podcast production company, that's what we do too. Yep. Is that we are? Uh, at, this is the last time I will see you after this podcast is yep. over, yes. is because then uh, we use Streamyard, and then my editors have access. They go get it, and then the next time I see you will be when I'm scrolling LinkedIn or Facebook or or TikTok one day, and I'm like, oh, there's there's me and Natalie's conversation. I remember that, and 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 but you got to understand. Here's where I detract a little bit. At. It does take some personality out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it it does kind of remove a little bit of that face to face. If you're having that virtual assistant work for you, then you have this awkward, almost Larry David curb your enthusiasm moment of having to pretend you actually have talked to this person on multiple occasions when you never have
1: yeah and it's you know there's different ways to go around that there's like creating a script for your vas there's so many different things but yes you're right it's not the same as if i was doing it myself but because i create the sop and i created the procedure it kind of is i even have different ways that i talk to people that my team have copied and so they kind of know how to (laughs) like i say cool a lot and so they they know exactly how to say that in my stuff as well but the messages where I'm going back and forth, that is me. Because I feel like there's just, yeah. you've got to be genuine. You can't automate yep. and hand off everything. There's some stuff that just has right. to be you.
0: Right. In early days of when we were trying to book guests and grow this, we would have a we we had a a virtual assistant, uh, which now we've hired full time and part of our company. But they would literally go on LinkedIn and write introductory messages to people. And as soon as somebody responded back, then we had to take over. Yeah. Like it was it 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 worked a lot like that as well. I'm all for virtual assistants. So don't get me wrong. So. I'm all for them. I think it's a way to do it. But one of the downsides that I want to discuss that I've heard a lot of with people is that the virtual assistant that you that I have is also working for several other people. So they're not exactly mine, which makes it which makes it economical. Don't get me wrong. I don't have the money or the the resources to hire a virtual assistant for 40 hours a week. Well, So what am I going to do? go get a part time person that that's going to work 10, 15 hours for me and they're going to go do the same thing. But one of my things and maybe you can tell what the difference in your company is and some of the other virtual companies is I would always have an issue about availability because they're supposed to be my personal assistant. So what happens? Do you use the same bank of personal assistants for somebody or does do I get the same person all the time?
1: Yeah, so you get a project manager who is going to be your person all the time, Mm -hmm. Um, and then they assign the to dos out to the rest of the team. And so usually we try to keep. So if you got a graphic design by a certain virtual assistant, we try to keep to keep that like uniform. We try to keep that with that that virtual assistant, but because we have like over seventy different providers we have really quick turnaround time, which is really great. Mm -hmm. But they and we use brand books. So when you do come with us, we create brand books. So we say your voice, your style, your hex codes. So when a different graphic designer picks that up, it's really easy to for them to get back into the flow of what you're looking for. So we've kind of solved that by having a project manager. So that person never really leaves you. And they probably only have like maybe two other clients. And um we managed our schedules. So our project managers are at 40 hours a week. And so we know not to give them more than, you know, three clients maybe, depending on mm-hmm. what the retainers are. So we're able to manage that by looking at we have our clients on retainer based. So they're they're saying they want 10 hours a week. It's just really easy for us to schedule it. So we actually haven't had that issue where they where people feel like their virtual assistants are spread thin because our VAs communicate with us and we check in with them on how many hours they have available. And then we have the backup support staff as well, the fill-in.
0: Uh, and and I, I agree. I, I think the couple virtual assistants that I used, um, one of them was really good and had that. Then the other one had that issue. I think I was just getting a different virtual assistant under their same login. Like, because oh. some of these people you don't physically talk to. Some of them mm-hmm. you don't you, you don't ever hear on the phone. You don't really talk to, it's all electronic communication. And I don't know, after a while, I just felt like it was a different person under the same login. Like okay. after uh, that, that was kind of the issue that I had. But the reason I ask you this, cause like I said, once again, I'm a thousand percent for virtual assistant, but with any good company, you have bad iterations of those out there. Yeah. Right. And, and you do. And, and that, that it's been a wide complaint that I've heard in the virtual assistant talk. And thank you for clarifying that because it sounds like on your system that you, you've done that way better and made sure that that's not going to be an issue as well.
1: Yeah. Um, I've been doing this since 2015. So I've tried every other way that other agencies have done it. Like we've done where we just assign you a virtual assistant and we were hands off. That didn't work. That had so many issues. And so I've tried so many different ways to kind of like, create this virtual assistant agency to help entrepreneurs. And the only way that I've found to really minimize a lot of the issues was having that project manager and who is US based so they can mm-hmm. check for any, um, you know, any errors that might have with our overseas staff. So we're a mix as well.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, so what's next? What's next uh, for for you and your company and and which direction do you see it growing?
1: Yeah. So we recently merged my two businesses. My virtual assistant agency was actually known as NG Virtual Assistant. But and then I had a software company called Nadora where our clients could create unlimited funnels, websites, email campaigns, text campaigns, automations, all in one spot without having to have a million different softwares that they were paying for at once and trying to connect them all with Zapier and all that fun stuff got really frustrating yeah. for our clients. So we opened Adora, and so we mix our software with our team of marketing virtual assistants to really just provide support for our clients in the best way possible. So because we just noticed that they really need a really good software and they need a really good team. So we put that into one company and it has taken off and it's been huge and such amazing. We built a community while we were doing this. So um, we just created a whole community of amazing entrepreneurs that just wanna help support one another and it's been amazing.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Well, thank you so much for coming on the show uh, and and answering the questions about your business and, and the virtual assistant. I used to ask the first question, that I used to ask on everybody in my show. The first question is, why should we trust you? And I've kind of gone away from that because I I think through the questions, because anybody listener, should know by now, I don't script my show. Natalie has no clue what I'm gonna ask her. So if I have, one of my favorite things about being part of a podcast is I try to be the idiot in the room. And what I mean by that is, is I know all about virtual assistants. I helped form one of the businesses. I do that, but Natalie doesn't know the questions. And and so I'm gonna personally say, uh uh nadora did i get that right this time right. uh n- nadora.com for your dot virtual org. assistant needs.org. dot org. sorry dot org see i was gonna yeah i'm gonna screw it up at some point uh oh, so good. we're just gonna put it on the we're just gonna put it on the screen isaac just just write it all over here make it like explode out from my hand just go like blah like that yeah I like giving my editors fun things to do and they're not telling them about it. So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. That's the culture we have. Anyway, thank you so much, Natalie, for coming on Small Business Chronicles. If you want to see more of this show or other shows in the Small Business Delivered Network, you can go to smallbusinessdelivered.com. We have a lot of different shows on there uh, over wide ranges of business business, from uh, franchised entrepreneurship to business coaching. Um, And then if you want to have one of these little shows of your own uh we can make that happen go to titanmediaworks.com this show is produced and sponsored by titan media works uh we take all the stuff out of podcasting just like natalie was saying and just like i was saying is that you know we do a podcast and it goes out through there uh makes it fun easy quick to do it uh titanmediaworks.com slash pricing to find out how much one of these shindigs are. I guarantee you it's less than you think. Uh, until next time, everybody, thank you so much.